Excellent. Great. Um, I could listen to uh, Gilbert's accent all day. So thank you, Gilbert, for sharing God's word with us. That was great. Um, we're going to continue um, our little series that we're doing in the run up to Easter this morning. And today we're looking at the subject of hearing God's truth. I wonder if anyone listens to uh, a programme on Radio 4 at 6.30 in the evening. I sometimes put it on if I'm making the tea and it's called The Unbelievable Truth. It's a kind of comedy where the contestants try to uh, bury a truth in a list of unbelievable things that go on. Truth is buried, uh, camouflaged amongst tall tales. And you must guess which statements are true. Often they just seem too amazing to be true. You should try listening sometime. Or let's bring the truth nearer home. One of the great joys uh, that Mark and I have, uh, even in lockdown time, is to have our grandchildren come and visit or stay because their parents are key workers or critical workers, as Matilda corrected me recently. So it comes under essential childcare. Amongst the joys, we also have the responsibility to be involved in training the children. One of the recent exchanges has been to talk to them about speaking truthfully, tempted as they are, perhaps tempted as we all are, uh, to bend the truth or even to downright lie if they think it will get them out of trouble. We're trying to help them to understand that if people know you tell lies, then they never know when they can believe you and when they can't. Is it true? Does this person tell lies? The, uh, one of the verses um, as, as we come to think about God's truth, truth this morning and God's truth. One of the verses I like is in James 1, where it calls God the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change it says he never changes or casts a shifting shadow he chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word and we out of all creation became his prized possession what an amazing verse you see ordinary lights produce shadows but god's light his word, his truth is shadowless. You will never need to ask God, is that true? God is truth and what he is and what he says is right. His truth is often uh, likened to a plumb line and a plumb line has been described as it's a line directed to the center of gravity of the earth, a vertical line. I wonder how many of us have uh, hung wallpaper. <laughs> Not that I've done it recently, but I have done it. Um, and you really want to make sure you get that right, don't you? That, that it's a true line. You, you really don't want to start going into some sort of wonky paper on the wall. Uh, I'm sure a few of us have got a, a fair few stories, uh, funny stories about disastrous decorating amongst us. Well, you can save that for your small groups this morning to share later on. Coming to God's truth keeps us in line with him, with his ways. Jesus 
as God's son shows us exactly what God is like. We know that from Hebrews, Hebrews 1. Jesus is the exact representation of who God is. And in John 1, it tells us Jesus was full of grace and truth. He is the plumb line which we do well to hang our life by. Jesus himself tells us in John 14 that he is the truth. Many of us will know that verse. I am the way, the truth and the life. So God is truth, the plumb line by which we set our lives to live rightly. I'm sort of going to take it as read that most of us listening this morning accept that God is truth in himself. He shows us what truth is like. But more than a vague mental assent that God's word is true or he is truth, God wants each of us to come to a knowledge of the truth personally, deeply. I haven't got verses on the screen today, but I'm going to refer to a few verses of scripture. So if you want to grab a pen and jot these down and check up on them through the week, then please do. 1 Timothy 2 and verse 4 says God wants everyone to be saved and understand the truth. You see, our God is a God who communicates his truth. Now, if we want to communicate to someone effectively, we must use a language they understand. For those of you perhaps listening to this but not watching, you will have just experienced a moment or two of silence. For those watching subtitles, there will have been no words, but hopefully you saw what I was doing. That's because I was communicating in a language that you do not hear with your ears, but see with your eyes. It was British Sign Language for the deaf. There's only perhaps um, uh, one or two people in this church family who I know of who know this language. So really, for the purposes of communication to the majority of the congregation, I cannot communicate my message to you using this language. I learned this language um, for some people in a previous church that I was a part of who didn't have access to hearing the gospel. So how does God communicate this truth to us? Well, God speaks to us, I believe, in a way that we can understand his truth in various ways. The first is through the world around us. A uh, beautiful day today, if you look out of your windows, if you've got a window you can sit by. Psalm 19 says, uh, reads, the heavens proclaim the glory of God. Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound, yet their message has gone out throughout the world and their words to all the world. So God communicates his truth, his beauty, who he is, the order that he's created in the universe through the world. 
And secondly, through the person of Jesus, he came and he spoke our language. Uh, when Jesus came and lived among us, we know that he moved into the neighborhood, as the message tells us in John 1, and lived among us. Um, and in fact, we just sang in that song, Lord, you were found in our likeness. Well, the language of the people he lived amongst, that's what Jesus spoke. He has spoken and shown us what God is like. Read a gospel if you want to know what God is like in Jesus. And then through his word, the Bible, the whole Bible, you know, let's not just pick and choose. Um, because we praise God that we have the word of God in our language, in English. And um, I'm glad I can read it in English. Remember the story a few weeks ago, um, uh, I think that um, Chris shared with us, of, of a person receiving a Bible in Russia. So precious. Let's thank God for Bible translators this morning who translate the Bible into languages people in the world can read and begin to understand this truth. But we also need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth. John 16 and verse 13 tells us that he leads us into the truth and helps us to understand his truth. So can we all just sit back and kind of just you know, leave it all up to God to communicate his truth to us. Well, I believe that we need to do our part as well. How do I hear God's truth? Well, if I want to learn a language, I need to do my bit too. You know, sadly, I couldn't just wave my hands about and pass my sign language exams. It really wasn't that easy. It took lots of lessons and practice and failing and getting it right to be better, to be able to communicate. So, um, you know, we need to work at languages, don't we? Or to use another analogy, um, how do I tune my ear to God's truth? If I want to know what Vaughan Williams, The Lark Ascending, sounds like, I love that piece of music. Or indeed, if I want to listen to the words of, say, a Mariah Carey song, I need to tune my ear. I need to get within earshot of the music or the TV or a CD or download it onto my iPod or MP3. Getting within earshot of his truth. How do we do that? Well, if you're listening to the worship songs this morning and truths which come across in some of those lines. Are you reading the Bible, uh, listening in church, reading it daily on your own at home or listening as you walk or in the car? There's so many ways now we've got the opportunity to hear God's word. Are we feeding our minds with God's truth? I've got a lovely uh, goddaughter, a lovely godly girl, um, and she's learning Spanish. And uh, when she puts on her Netflix account, it comes up with Spanish films or translated films so that she constantly hears Spanish. In fact, she does daily phone calls at the moment to somebody in Peru to speak Spanish. She's exposing her mind all the time daily to Spanish. And that might give her a job at some stage. But just think, exposing ourselves to God's truth daily 
What does that lead to? Well, fortunately, far more than the prospect of a job using Spanish. It leads to a new life, to being born again, to be growing in God, to know his blessings and the riches of his truths which hold us. Are you unblocking your ears to hearing God's truth this morning? Are you keen to know, to hear, to build your life on his truth? Gilbert read for us the story of uh, Samuel, uh, the young boy serving in the temple and hearing a voice in the night. You may want to reflect again and look up 1 Samuel 3 again. Samuel was young and inexperienced in the ways of the Lord and he hears an audible voice calling his name. Now, not many of us do that. That's, I think, quite unusual. And he called his name Samuel, and he didn't know it was God's voice. He thought it was the older priest, the old priest Eli, that he was assisting. You see, Samuel was hearing, but he didn't understand what was going on. Eli was probably grumpy about being woken by Samuel and told him to go back to bed. The same thing happened again and again. Eli told Samuel to hop it. But after a third time, Eli, rather slow, even at an old age, to cotton on to the fact that it was the Lord speaking to Samuel, told Samuel to ask the Lord to speak. And he did again to Samuel. So Samuel could hear, but he didn't really understand. But God in his grace doesn't give up at a first shout. God will keep pointing you to his truth if you're willing to listen. What he wants to say to you, as long as we remain open to him with unblocked ears. Sometimes God has to speak several times until he gets our attention. You see, sometimes we're not clear if it is God speaking. As I say, we don't normally hear audible voices. Some people do from time to time and praise God for that. But normally God is speaking through his word, sometimes through circumstances, through sometimes through other people. And sometimes it's not actually that easy to think, is this really what God is saying? We're not clear what God's truth is. And we need to go perhaps to someone older or wiser, more mature in the Christian faith. Sometimes we need other people to help us hear or understand God's word. So hearing but not understanding, God needing to say it several times over till we get it, and sometimes needing other people to help us to understand God's word. You know, that's where being part of a fellowship group or an alpha group or the women's fellowship can really help us grow in an understanding of God's truth. But here's the thing. The benefits of hearing God's truth and living in it are far more than the meagre salary of a new graduate in a job using Spanish. Romans 10, um, some of you will be familiar with that passage, but Romans 10 speaks about in verse 14, how can they call on him to save them? unless they believe in him and how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him and how can they hear about him unless someone tells them 
it talks about those who call on God after hearing that they are saved, call on to be saved. We are saved by this truth. And we're preserved by truth as well. We're held on to by God's truth. Psalm 40 verse 11, the psalmist writes, let your knowledge and your truth continually preserve me, hold me God. That's what you know, David's prayer was that God would preserve him by his truth. So this truth, God's truth, is important for saving us, for preserving us. And God wants us to live in his truth. Psalm 51 and verse 6 says that God desires truth in our inner beings. You see, we never have to worry that God is holding back or disguising the truth. He's our plumb line. We live in the good of that truth and we never need to worry that others will find God two-faced or worse, deceiving them by untruth. Hearing God's truth and getting it into us by the power of the Holy Spirit helping us enables us to live in his truth, to live truthfully. And lastly, we continue to walk in the truth. That's what God longs for us. And David says in Psalm 86, 11, teach me your way, Lord. I will walk in your truth. David was making a deliberate choice there to say, that's where I'm headed. I'm going for God's truth. I'm getting his word into my life. He talks often in the Psalms about meditating on the scriptures and says, I will walk in your truth. The walking is a continual moving forward in hearing and knowing his truth. It's not static. We're moving forward, learning and growing together. I wonder if you, if I am putting myself, yourself in the place of hearing God's truth. Well, um, you're listening to scripture today being read. Do you understand it? If not, there are many people we're blessed with many older Eli's we could go to just shout or join a group where you can you know a phrase that Jesus often used in the gospels was he who has ears to hear let him hear do you have ears are your ears fixed on God's truth regularly concertedly you know life happens shocks come things occur who could have predicted this last year that we've all been through and then personal life circumstances we're sometimes thrown by that but we need to listen for God speaking in those times words of comfort words of encouragement words of direction because he preserves us I want to encourage you this morning if you're feeling thrown by what life chucks at you that God's truth preserves us and holds us. Why not make these weeks in the run up to Easter a time when you focus on hearing God's truth? Just like David said, I will walk in your truth. Make these a time in responding to his truth, in gaining the benefits of his truth in our lives day by day. 
we're going to end by singing a song. It's a prayer asking God to speak to us. And in it, we refer to truth unchanged from the dawn of time. There's no shadow of turning with God. Join me as we sing, speak, O Lord, as we come to you. Make that your prayer today. Amen. <laughs>